trick me, dude. <laughs> All right, well, episode one of, of Banter from the Bench with the boys. Episode one. We're going to go around and introduce ourselves in case, in case nobody knows. My name is Isaac. I'm an AC Milan fan from Peru. And favorite player currently is Rafael Leao. Uh, well, nice to meet you, Isaac. Oh, man. Greetings. I'm Nathan. Uh, I'm from Tennessee. Uh, I'm a City fan. And my current favorite player is probably still Messi. He's a dog. Yeah. Hey, guys. Nice to meet you both. Uh, my name is Fabio. Hi, Fabio. Uh, I'm from Honduras. Uh, my favorite team all my life has been Barcelona, uh, until I die, no matter how much we get screwed by every organization. And my favorite player is currently is Ronald Araujo, center back. Say it, say it, say it like you would if you're if you're truly Honduran. Mm. Ronald Araujo. He said. He said Ronald Araujo. <laughs> I, I just gotta I just gotta make it to the point that people understand what I'm saying, you know. Then yeah. I think I'm saying some uh, other Russian name. How did Speed say it? Was he like Alvarado or something like that? <laughs> oh, did you see how Speed talked about uh, Alfonso Davis and he called him? Uh, what did he call him? I think he called him uh, Anthony Davis. <laughs> Anthony Davis. <laughs> it was so funny. Dude, he's like he's like 17 or he just turned 18 or something like that. I thought he was like 20, I don't know, three at least. That guy's like an actual kid, yeah. Jeez. He's like really young. I'm gonna close my window. It's getting rainy over here. What a dog. It's getting rainy over here. Yeah, it's been dude. Did you hear the storm last night? Actually, it was it was loud. Well, over here it was loud. Yeah. Anyways. So just for you guys to know, we are all currently living in Ohio right now. Uh, so we definitely get very not the best weather. You might, as you y'all might know, but you know, we make it work. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, well, should we jump into it? A little uh, Champions League action. Yes, let's go. So, okay, okay. <clears throat> One side of the bracket, Real Madrid, sit well, Chelsea. oh Chelsea, duh. City and Bayern, Bayern yeah. soccer manager. T- okay, so who who is like the favorite among those four? Because like obviously that's the, clearly the strongest side of the bracket. Of those four, yeah. Like, okay, break it down game game by game. Like let's let's go like predictions who's going to win each game and like percentages like you know what i mean yeah you know what i'm going to start with this because i've been thinking a lot about this to be honest i've talked to you guys about it before talked to a couple other friends um i mean i feel like first of all i can just say that clear like i was a clear favorite at this point is manchester city like for sure like, is this this is their year if they wanted to win something? Um, however, you have, you know, like, I don't know, Bayern, with Bayern just switching coaches, like, I think that adds 
a level of risk that could go that could that could go both ways. And I feel like as many people could be like, oh, like a change of coach, like that could be bad. I mean, for a for a team like Bayern, I don't know how much it will change, especially with Tuchel coming in, because yeah. I feel like they have a around the same mentality. And he and it's like it, it was only two years ago that Tuchel came into Chelsea in like January and won the champ the Champions League with them with like a less good squad. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So I agree. Yeah. So I but I still will take I think for this game I will take a 70-30 for City mm-hmm. or even a 60-40. Like I think that it's gonna be a really good game. It all depends also how we make fun of Pep, you know. Depending how Pep is feeling, if he wants to put Haaland as a center back for some stupid reason. But uh, other than that, I feel like uh, City should like be able to win this game. Then when it comes to Chelsea and uh, Madrid, like I've told you guys, I still am a believer in Chelsea this season. Like They've spent a lot of stupid money. But I feel like this game... I will still choose Madrid as the clear favorite, but I think for this one, I will also go like to probably a 65-35 for Real Madrid. Yeah. I would say like okay, it's Real Madrid are not having a great season in in La Liga where they like 12 points behind and Chelsea are like stinking it up in the league as well, but like it's Real Madrid in the Champions League, and that's scary. But, like, I mean, I just haven't seen all their pieces click into place. Like, obviously, they have they have the most insane squad, but it's, the like, they haven't really worked together. They had a good performance against Dortmund. And Dortmund are, like, tied with Bayern in, in the league, and Chelsea were better than them both matches. So, like, I see your point, and it's, like, it's not it, – it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world if Chelsea won or even went to the semis. Like, 2012, they finished sixth in the league, and they, uh, you know, they, they they won Champions League with, like, an interim manager. So I see your point about, like, it's Chelsea. Like, it's it's a cup tie, so a lot of things are up to chance and things could happen that are that, that are unpredictable. I would, I would agree by, like, 65-35 Real Madrid, but I think it's, like – it's yeah, it's not as I wouldn't count Chelsea out. And the other thing with Chelsea is like I've been I've been watching it this year, like most of their games, just because I'm like, I mean, if you spend over seven hundred million dollars, like I want to see what kind of team this yeah. is, you know. So I've been yeah. watching them, and I mean, they have like on paper they should be the Champions League winners, like you know, like with the money that they have spent. Yeah. However, I feel like they have been able to click a little bit more throughout like every game. Like, you know, like they went without scoring, like scoring one goal in a whole month, but now they have scored at, at least a little bit more goals. So I feel like they're starting to get the idea of, you know, of like how to play together. So that's why yeah. I don't want to count them out. Yeah, same. Like, yeah, I agree there. I think with with City Bayern, I would say 60-40 to City. Just because, like, Bayern are by, – like, there's – I saw the stat. I'm going to look it up. But they're, like – I think they're, like, eight 
eight games in the Champions League, all wins, like 21 goals scored and like two goals conceded or something like that. Like they're kind of another one of those teams that are not doing that well in the league, but they always are like killing it in the Champions League. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to go 70-30 as well, especially with Tuchel coming in. Tuchel played like that really defensive like block with like the wing backs. And yeah. I don't know. I'm re- like that makes me really scared because if you have Davies on one side and I don't, I Joao. yeah, Joao on the other side, which I think he can play. I didn't see anything about saying that he can't play against us, like about against City in the oh yeah in the uh, he can play against you guys. That's what I thought. I didn't. I knew they were like looking into the release call, like the paperwork to see, but I didn't see anything about it after I haven't looked, but. Dude. So, I mean, if it's those two, because, like, those two will, like, like really exploit the space that Pep leaves with the three in the back. Yeah. Because then he has, like, the three-two with the point. two, like, midfielders. And, like, anytime we play against a team like that, I feel like we really struggle sometimes because, like, Spurs play that way and we didn't do well against Spurs. We lost to them not that long ago. So, I don't know. They definitely make me nervous, but I don't know. I think – if we like, if City can keep their like momentum up, like we're starting to cruise again. And it, it all, yeah, I think like it, it, it just kind of depends if we can just keep our momentum and like get through those games and score goals. Like, because yeah. I think we'll get chances, but if we go through a game and we get, we have like 10 chances, but we miss them all, like we're not going to win. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just going to come down to if we, if we can score the goals. But City are a team that like, or any Pep side, they need like control of the game. And yeah. when when Pep doesn't have control of the game, it's like oh. they oh they almost go into like panic mode. Yeah, Tuchel's a uh, Tuchel's a manager, like you said, with like doing a low block, yeah. who could probably frustrate the heck out of Pep and take control of the game. I could see like I wouldn't be surprised at all if Bayern won. And like it, it also does depend on the form, and- like Holland can go on like two hat tricks in a row and then score like freaking 10 goals in three games but then like he's a bit of a streaky player sometimes like as in he'll score like 10 goals in three games but then score like only well like five goals in like 10 games which is like the oh, which is like still a very good striker but like you know what i mean yeah yeah also remember who beat pep on the champions league with city like it was two hell with chelsea yeah Playing yeah, it that exactly. style. Yeah. That was the final. With so, like yeah. with like Isaac said, with like, or I don't know, one of you said like with less, like I feel like he has way more quality at mm-hmm. Bayern now that he did with Chelsea back then. And he was like, you know, it was like a one chance goal. Like Havard had one, they scored. Yes. Yeah. He had a bunch. Yeah. He went from oh. Werner to like Leroy Sané. So I I do think though if we had played that Chelsea over two leg, I think we would have beat them. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, yeah. I I do uh-huh. see City as favorites over the two leg against Bayern, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, let's move to the other side of the bracket. Okay. Okay. So AC Milan. AC Milan, bro. AC Milan versus Napoli. How are you feeling about that game, Isaac? Bro, okay. I 
I don't know. So, okay, we, we have to play Napoli three times in the space of, like, two weeks, like yeah. twice in the Champions League, once in the league. And I wouldn't be surprised if we got humiliated at least twice. But, like, it's – okay, we, we actually outplayed Napoli earlier in the season but lost 2-1. We didn't have Rafael Leao either, but we played very well against them. Obviously, we suck now, and they're on a crazy run of form. Like, I think that in the Champions League, over two legs, we could kind of put a low block like we did against Tottenham. I mean, not that we had a low block against Tottenham, but we had like three three center backs and then the wing backs. Like, Tottenham created almost nothing against us. If like Malik Chow, Tomori, Kalulu are in super good form, like I swear nothing gets past them. The thing is, Tomori dropped like a two out of 10 in the last game in Serie A. And so did Malik Chow. So it just depends on what kind of form the players are in. Yeah. I, I think like in the Champions League, like AC Milan does have like the the heritage, you know what I mean? Like hey, hey, DNA, whatever. And Napoli have never been to the quarterfinals. So that could that could also play into our hand. Like they're kind of already exceeding expectations. And this is kind of like this is AC Milan should be in the quarterfinals of the Champions League regularly, even though we haven't been. So I would say like with all that being said, Napoli ninety no Napoli eighty five, AC Milan fifteen. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not looking too 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 optimistic about this. I'm just happy to be here. That's all I'm saying. I first of all, like I think I agree with you with all that you said. Just like just looking at a Napoli as a squad, like the amount of depth that they have, especially in the top three. Yeah. You know, like people do not really like, I feel like not a lot of people know Napoli just because of, you know, like I feel like Italian league has like lowered a lot to the point that people do not really look at it as much, but like in one side, being able to have um, Irving Lozano. And if he gets started having Politano, it's pretty good. Yeah. Up, up having Aussie men. And like, these are players that not a lot of people talk about, but Simeone, Simeone, dude, he is a insane backup. Like he's he, been showing, he's been proving himself to be an insane backup. He has a goal every eighty minutes in the league, and he only has like four goals. Like he barely ever plays, but every time he plays, it's like a match winner. And he has exactly. four in the Champions League. And then like Raspadori. Yeah, and, like, they have uh, Elmas as a, in the subs, too. Yeah, so, yeah. like, just, like, with that, and, like, let's not talk about, you said, Isaac, the man himself. Javicha Hvaratskelia. Yep, that man. <laughs> like, like he, like, he's been in great form. Aussie man has been in great form. But I like what the coach said, Spalletti. Right, Spalletti? Spalletti. He's like, let's not forget about that that center back they have. Dude, Min Jin, like he's insane defender. Like I've watched him, and I'm like, he will be the defender that will go this next summer. They will pay a 80, 80 mil for him. Oh yeah, like some Premier League team is gonna pull eighty mil from somewhere and buy him. Yeah, yeah. maybe Barcelona does it, but we'll see. You guys are already <laughs> back enough back there with Eric Garcia. I think you guys are okay. <laughs> no, but, yeah, I think Cavada no. and, and Oziman, like there, there is no better duo in the world right now. Like there is literally like 
every single time I go, I like, I watch a Napoli game or check the the match. I'm like, it's one of those two. Yeah, I already know. I already know who scored and who assisted. Ozzy wins goal. Yeah. For but yeah, and so like I feel like I don't know. I but I feel like Milan like they have that at least with Tottenham. Sorry to say this, Isaac. It's the game. But is that annoying style of I was able to pull a win on the first game. So the <laughs> second game, I'm just going to park the boss since the beginning. I mean, and yeah. Like, so, yeah. And I mean, as annoying as that may sound, you guys made it and Tottenham didn't. Exactly. You know? And it's oh, a tournament. Yeah. I agree. It's not the league. It's a tournament. Mm-hmm. So like fair, you know, it's we, fair. We- yeah, against against Tottenham, we we almost like we actually had higher expected goals, or whatever than than Tottenham. Even though Tottenham had the ball in our hat, like they just couldn't create anything. Exactly. We were, like we had so many counterattacks, like quick breaks. It's it's crazy. It's crazy that AC Milan played like that. Where whereas like Pioli is usually like a possession football attacking, but we like really sat back. And I mean, I, okay, I will say like. In the league, we should switch back to a 4-2-3-1 formation. In the Champions League, where we can kind of sit and defend and counterattack and hope for, like, a lucky break or something, a 3-5-2-1 like we've been playing could yeah. work better in the Champions League. And because yeah. of that exact reason, I will give Milan a 5% more than you did, and I will go with an 80-20. 80-20, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go 85-15, like Isaac. Yeah. I think mainly just because Napoli are they're gonna win Serie A, so it's like I don't know they're gonna rotate as much as they want before the Champions League games. All their guys are gonna come in fresh. That's true. Yeah. Uh, they they have Milan so yeah are just I. I you guys are still more than I do, but they just don't look like themselves like right now. Like anytime I, I clicked over to watch any of their stuff, it's like it's not worth watching. Look anything like they did last year. And I don't know why, like I'm not sure like why that is exactly, but unless something changes, like between like and that like it very well could, they could find the rhythm and start like playing well. And then, you know, I think my percentage would be off, but yeah. Yeah. Quick question, Isaac. How are you guys doing when it comes to like making it to the Champions League next season? Because I know that it's like Napoli and then like 10 other teams fighting for the yeah. spots. Yeah. I'll give you the breakdown. I'm looking at the table right now. First is Napoli with 71 points. Then there's a 19 point drop off. Second place, Lazio with 52. Inter, 50. Milan, 48. Somehow, we haven't won in three games, and we haven't moved at all in, in the table because everyone else is sucking equally. Roma, right be- uh, below us with 47. Atalanta, 45. Juve with 41. And there's, like, there's some people believe that they could get their 15 points back. The and, hearing for their thing, I yeah. think, is, like, the same day that they play sporting in uh, okay. the Europa League. That's a big thing like, for them. Uh, like sometime mid-April, I think. Okay, so like pretty soon. Yeah. If Juve get their get their fifteen points back, they're second. I doubt. Yeah, then they're second, and I doubt that we're gonna make top four. 
if they do, so like I don't know what the percentages are. I didn't look into the lawyer papers or whatever, but I would say if they don't get their 15 points back, 50% chance we make top four or maybe like 60%. The if reason do, then it's like 25% chance. The reason I'm asking that is because of what Nathan made the comment about too. It's just like, okay, like what, like I feel like teams at this point is like, what is our goal? You know, Napoli yeah. is like, well, we already won the league. I don't yeah. care if I tie and lose games. And it's yeah. like, yeah. Oh, let me, let me, like, I prefer to prepare for Milan's game than next week against, I don't know who. But for Milan, it's like, okay, like, we're very happy we made it to this point, you know? Yeah. Like you as a fan right now, Isaac, you're like, <laughs> stoked that they made it this far. Dude, yeah, I am. And it's like, okay, like, we can pull the win for sure, but, like, we need to start focusing the league because Roma is near us. Atalanta is near us. Yeah. And we play Napoli away, Roma away. Like, we have some difficult fixtures coming up in the last yeah. 11 games. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. The The focus is definitely on the league because it's like we've made a good amount of money in the Champions League. And it's like we achieved – probably went ahead of our of, of what we expected in, in the Champions League. But it's like we're, yeah, we're at risk of even going again next year. So definitely the focus is is on the league. Um, it just depends on, I mean, the form that we're in when we play Napoli. It depends on, uh, yeah, it's hard to say. Like it's going to be a tough. We there's AC Milan have a lot of games, yeah, um, in the in 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 the month of April that are going to be tough. So yeah. I'm I'm sure most most fans are hoping for, yeah, for that. Um, but. Dude, in the next game, to be honest with you, I feel like we can move on to the Benfica game. Yeah. Against yeah. Inter. I don't feel like I could comment a lot on this game because I feel like I don't know as much as Benfica as I should. I got Benfica yeah. all day, dude. I'm going 70-30% Benfica. They've only lost one game in their league, which I know it's not insanely difficult league, but <laughs> only one game. Yeah. And then Inter have lost nine in City. Yeah. So I I mean I agree. I don't know a ton of their individual players or their tactics super well, but they are flying this season. All I know that is that forward Ramos, dude, since he took Ronaldo's position. Well not but uh he's good. And with Rafa Silva and they also have Neres. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they for sure look better than Inter. Yeah. But I, I, I 100% agree. And I, I also, like, have not been studying my Benfica research. But fun fact, okay, the top scorer in, in the Portuguese league is João Mario, who is a midfielder at yeah. Benfica. Yeah. He was an Inter player before. And now he's facing, <laughs> facing, facing Inter. And they let him go because... Uh, like he never performed there, injuries and stuff like that. Also, it's it's kind of crazy. Benfica used to have Enzo Fernandez. Like they had him for the, for the group stage. Like imagine if they had him right now. Yeah, that would be even scary. Like, but they're still very competent. With, I mean, they've always been very competent selling their star players. Yeah. But anyways, I'm gonna go Benfica. Sixty-five in thirty-five. Um. I think I might, I might go a little bit more. Go, even though I don't know much, 
I just don't like Inter style of playing, at least in the Champions League. So I'm going to go 60-40 Benfica. I like it. But, I like it. Sweet. So we just talked about the quarterfinals. So we have pretty similar ideas of who the winners were. So now how about we just take our predictions and take them to the semis, which meaning uh, let's see what who's going to win between Real Madrid and City and Benfica versus Napoli. Napoli. So, all right. What are you guys' thoughts? I see, I see Napoli going to the final. I don't see anyone else playing better in the world right now than Napoli. Like Arsenal and City, Arsenal are in the Champions League. City are like better on their best day, but they've had more downs than Napoli had. Not like I still think that they're they're the favorites for the Champions League, but I'm just making my case for for Napoli. I which it's crazy because Napoli's only ever made it to the round of 16. And when you think about the fact that well, they, they sold, never won the that with Maradona. No, they they only they won two City A with, with Maradona, but they never made it even to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. I don't know, like it was in the 80s. I don't know who they played or who you know knocked them out, whatever, but yeah, they've they've never made it this far. And when you think about the fact like they sold Insigne, Mertens, Fabian Ruiz, Koulibaly in the summer. I like I follow City a, a lot, and I I was not expecting yeah. to see to see Napoli even near their top four. The fact that they're absolutely clapping like they are is insane, and I think that them being on the easier side of the bracket plays a lot in their favor. I think that they beat um, AC Milan, they beat Benfica, and make their first Champions League final appearance. And I want to see my boy, Javicha Chavaratskelia, win the golden, whatever it's called, the best player. Golden boy? No. Golden, no, he's no. too old for that. What is it like? He was the, the best. Yeah, he was the best. <laughs> the Ballon d'Or. So you're thinking Napoli beats Benfica on that side? Yeah. That's what I'm talking Percentage or no? I I'm gonna say 70-30 Napoli. I like that. Given they both make the semifinal. 70-30 Napoli. I'm gonna go 60-40. I feel like their inexperience can pay off in that, but I still put them at favorites. But I think I'm gonna go 60-40. They can easily choke that games, those games. I could see it. And the thing is, like, you know, like, they can choke one game. Like, their first game, they're just nervous and whatever. And Benfica beats them 2-0, let's just say that. And, you know, like, second game, Benfica just goes back. But, again, I yeah. still feel like they're favorites, so I'm going to go 60-40. Have you guys heard about the the curse, like, the, the curse on, on Benfica? No. Okay. And it's called I, I mean I, I just found out what it was called, but basically in, in 1962, like um some guy named Bella Gutman, blah blah blah, said like Benfica like won't win another um European final for a hundred years. And they've been to seven finals and lost every single one of them since since uh 62. 
So I don't even think they're gonna make the final, but just interesting, <laughs> interesting little history. In case they do, they're gonna lose their eighth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ninth. Just uh, Liverpool's dentist type little stat there. Dude, that's true. Dude. Liverpool's dentist. Dude, I totally forgot about that. What was the Liverpool's dentist stat again? Dude, um, they're about to lose their plot, dude. He lined up every every single one of them, including Jurgen Klopp. Have you ever seen Firmino's teeth, dude? Dude, they are nuts. <laughs> I've never seen anything that white in my life, bro. Where do you think those white these teeth are gonna go next season? That's a good call. It's a good question. He he could be useful at Milan. Anyways. Dude, he was linked with Barcelona. How funny is that? I can see Dude, I can see Barcelona going for him, to be honest. I mean, I can see them. I don't know what they go It for. would totally go. They'd be like, let's get <laughs> Roberto Firmino. Lewandowski. We all do. I don't know what I don't know what's going on there, but uh I probably I'm probably gonna go 70 30 Napoli. Because hmm. mm-hmm. I agree, I, I honestly I would love for it. I'd love to see either of these teams in the final. Um, uh, it'd be super super cool to see. So, yeah, yeah. So How about Real Madrid, Ch- uh, Real Madrid, not Chelsea, Real Madrid City. Uh, of, I, go ahead. This is a tough one. Been thinking about it. I give it a fifty-five. 45 for City. Very close. Just because it's Real Madrid. Just because it's that. And I hate to say that as a Barcelona fan. But as we have talked, Real Madrid can easily just mess up a team in the last 10 minutes. That's facts. And City can easily... The reason why it's such a dangerous couple, like Real Madrid and, and City... Is because Real Madrid can easily destabilize a team, and City has no idea what to do when exactly. that happens. So that's yeah. why I give it a fifty-five forty-five for City. Exactly. I would before I even knew you said that fifty-five forty-five also for City, just because like City are the better team, but that doesn't mean anything when you're playing Real Madrid in the Champions League. I think like, yeah. I mean, it, it just depends on, on, on form, and obviously that's like those games are like a month out. Real Madrid could start clapping cheeks in the league, and then they're on a good form, and then I think they would be favorites if that did happen. Um, you know, Hazard might start balling again. Probably not, but <laughs> no, he's he's not gonna. He's done. Before Nathan said say sounds says something, I can just see his face of disagreement with us. <laughs> I, I'm not disagreeing. I I mean I, I think Real Madrid are a great team. I I just don't I just know I mean I agree. Once they get going, it's very hard to stop. And I don't think City could stop them if they get going, unfortunately. But I mean I think I'm gonna go 75-25. Wow. And Woo. I know that's bold, but <laughs> he said I know that's I just because you just say that we're gonna put uh when we make oh. our final predictions, we're gonna put Real Madrid and not City. Well so I'm just, so, kidding. I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. So when you look at <laughs> I, I will when you look at teams that like have bossed Real Madrid like the season, like Barcelona destroyed them. 
and real like city and Barcelona don't play exactly the same way, but they both set up with like that box mid- midfield, which I think does a really good job of shutting down Modric and uh, Cruz if Cruz plays. Um, so I don't know. I just know like Barcelona, they destroyed them like every single time they played them this season. And so we did lose couple... zero to them. What? We did lose three zero to them our first game, but that was when we didn't know what we were doing. Oh, but really? Right. I think yeah. that. And then, I, like, as far as like this year versus last year, like City have rotated a lot of like pieces, and we are a much different team than we were last year. And Real Madrid have like, I mean, they have Rudiger now. They have a couple of different players, but like for the most part, they're doing a lot of the exact same stuff, which might cause Pep to overthink it, but also I think he's going to come with a plan and I think that plan is going to work. So I think the plan is Holland at left wing back. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Okay. It'll be interesting to see. So City have been playing the like three, two, four, one formation, which is yeah. like working really well. And it's like really like it's suited to the players. Rico Lewis, if he's playing in that two, tucking in. I wonder playing against Real Madrid, like, all of their attacks pretty much go through, or most of their attacks go through Vinny on the left. If they would play a back four and have Kyle Walker play like actual right back to well, to defend against Vinny, what do you think? Well, so they've even done where they'll, they'll put like Laporte, or they'll put uh, like a Kanji or Rico on the left, and then they'll have like Diaz. And then Walker in like a back three, and then they'll have the two. So they'll even put Walker in the back three. So I definitely think they'll put Walker over there. But even if they don't put Walker, I think John Stones, I, when it, whenever he's fit and not injured, he does pretty well on that side too. So ah, sorry right to say this, but I will not want John Stones against Vinicius. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Just, I mean, let me just put it this he way. Need, he would need help. But, Araujo but. is my favorite player, first of all. I will consider him, like, you know, like, top defenders right now in the world. Like, just, like, in general. Yeah. And the only way he can get Vinicius down is through, like, pure muscle. But Vinicius still cooks him, like, yeah. most of the time. So, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> Kyle Walker even though he might not be the strongest, he's fast and also, like, strong compared to Vinicius. But, like, I don't know. Like, John Stones, he's been playing really good this season. He has proven himself. I mean, last season was not a good season for him. No. But this season, like, Pep has been using him a decent amount. Yeah. But Vinicius is just such a different – he's such a – nasty player he is and that was that was kind of the plan last year i think was to have walker on Vinny. and yeah it kind of didn't really work for that second but, game. remember when good. when Vinny scored that goal against real madrid where like he was left alone with like fernandinho Vinny scored a goal against yeah, no, it was fernandinho that had to came, come back and play right back against <laughs> yeah. dude that dude, was that was, that was hilarious um so, yeah, I don't know. The, the other thing that I agree with Nathan in a sense is like Walker has not been playing out that much this season. Yeah. And also not playing that strong. much. Yeah, not playing that much with Vinicius might not be a good combo. Yeah. 
So I don't, I don't know what Pep's plan will be. That's the thing about Pep. You don't know until like the hour before when you see the lineup and then you think you know what he's going to do. And then they start playing. And you're like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, so, so we'll see. But so Napoli versus either City or Real Madrid. Who you guys got for that one? I still think City are the are the big favorites. Like I feel like I say that every single year, and they end up choking somehow. But I would say City are the favorites. Yeah. Um, uh yeah, like Napoli. Although, okay, seriously, like I, I wouldn't put put it past Napoli. Uh, to be mm, to be City. I just feel like whoever Napoli plays if, if they were to play any of these two teams like I just hope I wish Napoli uh I don't know I do want to see Pep lifting uh Champions League with Manchester City like I feel like that would like put the cherry on the cake for him yeah but just like I just feel like even though I don't want Napoli to do like I feel like their inexperience is gonna cost them heavily Imagine just like you know, like yes, the players are good and everything, but it's like the mind of Spalletti against the mind of Ancelotti and Pep Guardiola. Yeah, like those are two big coaches that we're talking about. Yeah, I would say if if Napoli didn't play well, if they got you know if they disappointed against Milan or if they disappointed against you know in the semifinals if they made it there, like. If they get knocked out, it'll be because of their inexperience. Yeah. Like in the same way that everyone knew, like, if PSG get knocked out, it's going to be because they have three forwards that walk around half the time. Like, and they might on their day just like clap anyone. But like, if Napoli da- have a downfall, it'll be that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's for sure. And but, I still, yeah. I will still take City as a favorite, though. But again, like we have said. You never know with Mr. Pep. You also kind of have to look at who Napoli have played in the Champions League. They haven't really played anybody that's been, like, super good. Like, yeah, I mean. They, they played yeah. Frankfurt. I mean, they'll play Milan. But, I mean, they – and they'll play Benfica or Inter, which, I mean, those are They're not group. easy games. But they haven't played – They played Liverpool and, and clapped them. But Liverpool aren't lost. good this year. They lost. Yeah, they did lose. But they it was, lost. like, at the end where they had already qualified and they had played yeah. with their – show me players they put like Ozzy was injured and stuff but yeah I agree like Wolves have uh have beaten Liverpool this season convincingly uh you know there's many teams besides Napoli who have beaten I mean City also lost to Southampton so yeah (laughs) (laughs) but to to be completely honest I feel like we're choosing all these favorites, but if only Barcelona was in the picture, I would choose Barcelona to win this. Dude, if only Barcelona were even in the oh, <laughs> then maybe we could talk about them, but they're not. So, yeah, I'll tell you, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, dude. Speaking of Barca, quick update on the Barca situation, Fabio. Yeah, Actually, not very good news. Yeah, I remember now, I texted you, Fabio, at one point. I was like, dude, rip Barca. And you're like, nah, it's, nothing's going to happen. I was well, like, oh, okay. Well, actually, good but bad news. So, actually, this weekend, 
like sorry earlier this week actually like some organization uh, it's called hacienda in Europe in spain sorry mm-hmm. actually said that they didn't find any evidence that they were like helped by the refs throughout this time throughout that time like they didn't find any evidence that that actually happened yeah so however those so those are the good news they also the the main guy of um the guy that we thought that we paid he kind of like talked a little bit about like why barcelona paid him and this seemed to be more political than to make them win games. It was like, I don't really want to say like some of the things. I might look it up while you guys talk just to like say those things. But like, it seemed to be more political about like, oh, when this happens, we want to like for there to be like less Madrid fans in making the decisions. I think there's something about like appealing for like players like red cards if they like could be hurt a little bit more or something like that. But it was very interesting. But the sad part about it is that actually UEFA just opened a file on us as of today, I think. Jeez. So that doesn't look pretty promising anytime UEFA comes into play. Yeah. But I mean, at least like in the but I don't know. Like, I just feel like Barcelona is just getting attacked left and right right now. And I mean, I feel like just like in general, I understand how Ros- Rossell and Bartolomeo, which is with the last Barcelona, like Barcelona presidents, how they literally screwed up the team. Like, I get it. <laughs> but like, I just don't know or don't understand like how bad they screwed. Because they make it sound like they screwed it badly. Like, it's, it sounds like they just didn't have one brain cell. Bro. So, like, I, yeah, it, it's really hard to comment on it. Because I feel like until you really know, you know, in a sense. Yeah. But, like, at least of the things that they have said right now. Unlike the current president, it's, like, very... I love him, Laporta. Like, he's amazing. But like on like he's just like it's okay like we're gonna solve this and like he's like trying to like and like we even like I don't know if we're just doing this because everybody like anybody will do this but like we're starting to like sue some of the reporters that actually brought all these things up because like like sue them up to like false accusations but we'll see I mean I don't really want to say like Barcelona never paid anybody but at the same time I'm like. I don't know who they paid or why they paid those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just tough because that much money going to a guy who's super high up in the refs doesn't look good, but you're right. You don't know what it's like for and why. So yeah. Huh. Right. Interesting. And like, it's really weird. Cause like we didn't like pay the refs directly. It was like his son's like, no, well, yeah, we paid like one of like the vice president of like the organization through another organization. Something weird like that. Yeah. So, but yeah. So do you think that Barcelona okay, how devastating is Barcelona not making it to the knockouts of the Champions League? How devastating is that to their financial situation like they have to sell superstars. Like they have to 
pull another lever? Do they have to get Bad Bunny on the jersey or something? To be honest, Bad Bunny is Spotify camp now, <laughs> dude. Like, Bad Bunny Spotify camp now. <laughs> like first of all, like yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty devastating. Like just like not making it just because of the current situations we're in. But also, like, it's, like, devastating to see Barcelona right now. Like, if we had the team that we had right now, I feel like we would have made it, at least in knockout stages. Like, I feel like at the beginning of the season, guess who was starting as a center back? Eric Garcia. Eric Garcia. Yeah, you know, like, but, like, like <laughs> one of the th- problems that I feel like Barcelona has solved is, like, defensively. Even though we're still pretty spotty, yeah. like, I mean, the results kind of show it, like, yeah, Ter Stegen has like seven goals in I don't know how many games. He has like seventeen or eighteen clean sheets. You know, seven like, goals. That like he that only goal, seven goals scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That own goal on Sunday in El Clasico, the 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 one off Araujo, that was the only open goal that they open like open play goal that they've conceded at home, like at all this season. Yeah. So like defensively nuts. Yeah. That's it's crazy, yeah. So, like, defensively, we have improved insanely. But, like, it's always the injuries that, like, mess us up. Because at the beginning of the season, we didn't have Araujo, we didn't have Kunde, we didn't have Christensen. Dang. So, like, Dude, yeah. we were... so you, you solved the problem by sending Eric Garcia very far away from the club. Kind of, yeah, in other words, you know. Or, like, putting him, like, a minute 88 against a random Granada team, so... Yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, Wait, isn't Eric Garcia really good at like something? He's really good at taking out. Yeah, what is it, Fabio? Just the beginning. Oh yeah, he's no, he's gonna I'm bring not, the ball out at the back from the beginning. You know, I'm I'm not a big like I I don't hate much on Eric Garcia. Like I will pick an other defender over him. Like I will pick, of course, like I will pick Kunde, Araujo, Christensen, or even Marcos Alonso over him. But, like, I just don't know. He just needs to be smarter. You know, he's really good. At, like, he has, like, a amazing ball control, but he's just, like, very stupid in his decisions. He just needs to be less bad. He just needs to be less bad. No, but first of all, yeah, it was pretty devastating. Second of all, I don't think he's making us sell superstars. Even though we probably will, I think it's just preventing us from registering Gabi and registering people, basically. But I mean, it's still pretty bad. Yeah. But I don't think it's making us like to the point that we're like, we need to sell, you know, like mm-hmm. Pedri, Gavi, all these players. Like, I don't think we're at that point. You think it's so like, hot? I've seen. I've seen rumors about that. He, he's not doing so hot. So rumors from me because I'm I don't know. I've lost a lot of my faith in Fatih for sure. He doesn't yeah. look like the same guy. He looks like a different yeah. player. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, like we gave him I mean, big deal. We gave him number 10. I was not expecting that, but he took should, should have given it to Pedri. Uh I I don't think I Pedri. I would like that. I would have just liked it for like, for example, like. Eric Garcia. Eric Garcia. No, I would have, like, given, like, to, like, I don't know who else I would give it to. It's Pedri. You got to give it to Pedri. He's he's the, the man. Yeah. I feel like he could be – he's going to be there for, like, at least – Yeah, he's a dog. He's not, like, your typical he number 10. I want to take number 10, though. Yeah. For a midfielder at Barcelona, 
number eight and number six mean way more than number 10. That's true. Because mm-hmm. at Barcelona, most of the people that have had number 10 are forwards. Most of the people that have had from five to eight are amazing midfielders. I mean, yeah. the last player that I remember having at Tema Barcelona, which was a midfielder, was Riquelme. Riquelme! Riquelme, dude. So, but, I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, I'm excited to see Barcelona next year at the, Euro- like, Europe, if they allow us to be in it. But, um, I mean, it's been tough year for us. Just, like, I feel like what sucks for Barcelona right now is, like, it's not just tough years, like, like our players not being that great, but it's just like so many outside problems, you know. Like for example, Milan. Like yes, you guys have like sucked like player wise, but like you don't have problems saying that Maldini did all these stupid things, you know. I I would put it less on Mal. It's it's <laughs> it's less Maldini and more like everyone is taking like an equal portion of the blame. But, like, I'm saying, like, they're not people saying, like, pulling all these weird things that you guys did, you know? Like, they're just, like, you know, like, about to play a Clásico and all of a sudden it just comes out that we pay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, stuff <laughs> like that. It's, like, yeah, it is tough for the players, I feel like, to play, you know? Or, like, you know, like, it was, like, in the Athletic Bilbao game, you know? That was right after the refs. And then that cold was made. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, man, like, yeah, but we'll see. We're getting there, dude. But I mean, I was super happy with the results this weekend. I was stoked because, like, I feel like winning the league is basically a lever that we needed to pull. When was the last time Barcelona won the league? Was it like four years ago, five years ago? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably like four years ago. I was trying to remember, was it the 2018-2019 season? I think. I can't I can't remember. So did was it is it Barcelona and Real Madrid and then Atlantic and Real Madrid won it again? Wait, what? So since then has Real Madrid's won it twice and Atletico's won it once? Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds right. Makes sense. But I don't know. But I think I think we, yeah, we are, we're headed to another title. That's probably a lever that we needed to pull, out of our many levers that we have pulled. Yeah, we don't have to wear. We don't have to change our stadium name again. But uh, I my mean, favorite lever is the Motomami lever, dude. Motomami, dude. Glow in the dark, dude. Do you, do you know what glows in the dark, dude? That's so sick. Yeah. Oh, no, like the, I mean, the text glows in the dark, dude. That's but a thousand euros for that shirt, though. Yeah, it's a thousand euros. I was like, what in the world? Seems but, pretty worth uh, it, but I don't know, dude. But, um, okay, I have a question for you, Nathan, that I was asking, um, that I was asking Isaac. So, let's just say, based on our predictions right now, okay? So, in our predictions. Real Real Madrid is losing in the semifinals, right? Yep. The Champions League. The league for them is 12 points away, okay? So we can take the league out of their equation too. Almost, Mm -hmm. I would say. 
And then couple of the Ray, we're on a 1-0 beating them. And our next game is in like in two weeks, okay? So things are not looking that great for Real Madrid. So based on that, if Real Madrid goes trophy-less this season, but Barcelona goes with two trophies, who had a better season? Because I feel like Barcelona is getting so much hate about not having a good season. But right now, I feel like we're having a way better season than Real Madrid out of as of this point. I don't think people who say Barcelona had a bad season like know what they're talking about because they look great. Every time I watch them, they look pretty good. Like there's an off game where they might not do much or they'll win like 1-0. But like I think they've made a lot of progress since last year, like this time last year. Um, well, no, because this time last year, that's when like Xavi came in, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. Around this so, time. like, the fall of last year was awful. Um, the spring, yeah. they definitely started to look a lot better. But, like, Great way to striker. So, as I mean, of, like, right now, who has had the better season, Real Madrid or Barcelona? As right. of, I mean, right now, I'd say Barcelona, just because I think they have a lot more, like, sureties. Because, I mean, Real Madrid has to beat Chelsea and Man City and then Napoli or whoever – you know, they have to win a decent more games in the Champions League. If they win the Champions League, then I think there's a debate there. But uh, I think if they don't win, then Barcelona for sure. I think Barcelona have had a good season. So I would say, like, Barcelona the, – the reason that the perception is that Barcelona have had a bad season is because of the amount of money that they spent and the lengths that they went to get these players at their club and then having failed so bad in the How Champions How much money League, did we spend, though? A lot of money. And how much they didn't spend that much money off the top of my head because yeah. a lot of the people that they got were free. The summer, who did we buy with for money? Yeah, Only Lewandowski and Rafinha, Lewandowski, Kunde, and Kunde, yeah, Kunde, yeah, yeah. but that was like 150 million. That was like what 40. Was, how much was 40, 40, 80, like 140. Okay, so Christensen came in a free, Casey came in a free. Marcus Alonso came in. For but, I mean, with that money, I mean, they'll probably win the league. And, I mean, they'll probably win the domestic treble. Yeah. I mean, if I'm they just saying, like, Real Madrid. They, they, they sold levers, like, making a gamble on their season and then not making it to the round of 16 was, like, a blow. And, like, they've been on the up. Like, they've had a good season. It's just for what they wanted. Like, they didn't want to get knocked out in the group stage of the Champions League and yeah, then get knocked out that. in the Europa. But – they have had a better season than Real Madrid because they're 12 points clear of them. They've won um, Supercopa, which is less meaningful than Champions League, but it's still a trophy oh, that, they sure. beat, that they beat Real Madrid in. So, like, it's kind of like like if you asked a Barcelona fan in November or December, whenever it was that the group stages were set, they'd be like, dude, it's like the season's over. Like, it sucks. But, like, now it's like, oh, we're like, it's actually on the up. It's kind of been a steady up since then. Yeah. But, I think if you end the season with the domestic treble, like that's sick. Like, yeah, that's a yeah. great season. Like, and anyone who says otherwise, either you thinks wanna, way too highly of the Champions League or like doesn't care about like league. You want know something very crazy? It's that before the Super Copa game, Xavi was in a very tough spot, and in that spot, that like yeah. a lot of fans were like, "This is gonna decide Xavi." 
And yeah. all of a sudden, everybody has just become a Xavi fan since then. Yeah. And it's like, so, those are like, I feel like those are kind of like the injustices, but that's how really like soccer works. It's just like, you know, like how big was this game? To the yeah. point that it made yeah. you feel that way. It's very fine margins. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. All right, well, thanks everyone who tunes in to Banter from the Bench. Banter from the Bench. The boys. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. Oh, can so, we uh, just finish with something, though? Random stat of the week? No. Who's the clown of the week? Clown of the week? I nominated Fabio because he bailed on us. Two of like three hours before we were gonna record on Monday. I named Isaac because <laughs> you messed with me way too much before a Classico, and also because Milan didn't win this week. I'll I'll go with Barca because of the ref scandal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty big. <laughs> it's a pretty big L. Pretty big L. All right, Fabio yeah. is the. Uh, Clown of the week. Fabio's a clown of the week. All right, so that's one. Okay. One point for Fabio. One point for Fabio. For tally. All right. Yeah. Thank you. See you guys soon. All right.